What's going on, family? Welcome back, lifesavers. Whether it's the morning, the afternoon, or the evening for you, I wish that you are well. And that, just spend the next couple minutes with me. I appreciate taking your time out of the day to, you know, have a good conversation with me. Because today I wanted to talk to you about something I've been noticing going on with you. I notice you're feeling empty. Empty inside. When people, when people say that, that phrase, you know, we think of, you know, that childish, I, I, I feel numb, I feel empty. But I think there's much more to it than that. And I'm not saying I have figured it out, but I think I have figured out what makes me empty. And hopefully, maybe this can help you explore what makes you empty inside so that we can learn how to always be pouring love into ourselves and preventing ourselves from going into depression and feeling so tired and not liking life. Because on this wellness journey, we're supposed to enjoy life, even the hard parts. But part of that enjoyment is part of growth and learning. So you're gonna have to go through pain. When I think about feeling empty inside, I think about it as like a, a glass that's completely empty. Like there's no more love in there that's been poured inside. And I think when you have nothing left inside to give other people, I think that's when you have nothing more to give, you know? And I think a lot of us, you know, especially people who are really depressed or people who are really going through it, right now, whatever, whatever is making you feel empty and, and broken, there is a desire to help other people, you know? There's a desire for you to, to help others and, you know, before yourself. But one, one thing I want you to really realize right now when you're feeling empty inside is it's from helping people. And I'll get to more of those details later, but when you're helping other people and you're not pouring anything into yourself and giving to yourself like you're giving to others you're gonna eventually run out right it's like like a million dollars isn't unlimited money it's gonna run out at some point right and you got to realize that when you're pouring from from a glass right from like when you're little like water filters into there it's not unlimited water you got to realize that you don't have unlimited to give and I think realizing that was one of the first steps I needed in order to understand that I can't always be giving and expecting to be happy and expecting to feel loved. Because oftentimes we're giving so much then we haven't even started the process of loving ourselves that we, we will fall deep into depression, deep into emptiness, deep into broken, betrayed, untrustworthy, whatever you may be feeling for you. And I'd say that when I think about feeling empty inside, it's a very similar feeling that I got when I was depressed. I had literally no love to give anyone else because all of my energy was just trying to be focused on the fact that I wasn't going to be falling apart today. Spending all of my time trying not to be tired and empty. You know, I think people who feel... People who feel empty inside are people who've been giving for a really long time, but they just haven't been receiving anything back. Now, it's not to say that we should expect others to even 
give back. But it's the fact that we're not even giving to ourselves, yet we still continue to give. And that in itself is a formula to make you empty, to make you tired, and to make you hurt. Now, what I was thinking about it, because I wanted to add a little bit more structure, something more tangible for you guys to take away with this is, you know, what makes us empty inside, right? And at least for me, I think you guys can add to this lift based on what I'll say. I think you'll figure it out. First one I'll say, I've been saying it for the last couple of minutes, is, you know, we're helping other people too much. We're helping other people way too much. We're helping others so much that we, we're, we're giving from something that is consistently running empty, you know? And it's like we're, we're chugging that water really fast or we're, we're, we're pouring it all out as fast as we're getting it. And there needs to be a balance that you need to start to create there. Now, let's say it's someone who's leaving your life. That's a different form of emptiness. But your task is the same as someone who is giving a bunch of love. It's to pour love into yourself. Another one I'd say that is consistently consistently taking from us, making us feel empty, is social media, you know? And, you know, not the actual phone sucking life from you, but I, I kind of think about it more so as it's making you focus on comparing yourself and your insecurities and, and, you know, like all of these other problems that whatever you may be facing, right? For some of things, they could be a distraction, but distractions can only last so long. You know, like your mind can only be so focused on that movie, but the movie eventually has to end. You know, that video eventually ends. The live stream eventually ends. And then you're back with yourself again. You're back with that empty feeling again. And I think that not saying that we should completely get rid of social media, because I want you guys, there's benefits to this app. And I'm trying to add benefits to these social media platforms for you guys by bringing these communities together that aren't encouraging you to compare yourselves or or distract yourselves from your problems, but in fact, encouraging you to love those problems and heal from them and and learn to support yourself and feel supported in a community. That's that's big. But there's, there's many other things that we do that can easily make us feel empty inside. Like when we beat ourselves up, you know, self hatred, I think is one of the biggest root causes of a lot of problems in our lives and for me i'm sorry my dog is barking at some fucking person walking by and i'm sorry can't do anything about that right now but you know when i think when we are you know we're beating ourselves up for silly things i think that's when we're just taking life a little too seriously you know i don't think there's really anything in this world that we should genuinely be mad at ourselves for you know and that's again speaking from a very naive point of view i don't know everyone's situation But I do know that beating yourself up can definitely drain you. Because just like you're focusing energy on giving to other people and you're focusing your energy on whatever else in your life that may be making you feel tired right now, beating yourselves up, you're putting your energy towards yourself, but in the wrong way, right? It's like instead of drinking three glasses of water that are good for you, right? Eating food that's good for you. What you decide to do instead is to pour drugs and alcohol into your body, you know, and then you drink poison and it's, it's not doing anything for you. I'm not saying alcohol and drugs are all bad. I'm, I'm for a lot of it. But what I'm just saying is, it's like you're not taking care of yourselves and instead you're switching that energy, that self-hatred and, and you're turning it against yourself. Don't do that. It's unnecessary. I think instead we should 
choose to flow with that energy, you know, that hatred, and choose to correct it and realize that we're on a floating rock spinning in fucking space. I'm going to say that to you and I'm going to scream it in your ear because we're having a conversation right now. And I want you to understand that there is nothing in this world that you should ever hate yourself for, ever. This life is beautiful and you're a divine being. Divine beings aren't perfect, but divine beings are full of love and they deserve to be loved by this world. And you deserve to love yourself just as much as life is loving you, okay? Overthinking, that's another big one. That kind of falls in line with social media because it makes us think a lot, right? When we consume a lot, we got a lot of things for our brain to process, more thoughts, more narratives, more stories, more bullshit, really. That's really what it is. It's just more bullshit in the mind. And overthinking, again, if you guys actually go back to my last episode, it's a, it's a, I did something that was very out of my comfort zone and I tried to, you know, make, make something for you that, you know, what I think would help you in your overthinking help you in beating yourself up not help you beat yourself up but help you overcome these feelings of emptiness inside and realize you know the narratives and stories in your head that are draining you you know making you feel so weak and tired and I think meditation was actually what's allowed me to sit here in front of you and talk to you face to face and let you know that you know things can get better you know things can we can smile and we can feel the positive love you know, that I'm trying to give you and that you can create that for yourself without relying on me for it, you know? And I just go check it out if you'd like. That's all I'll say about that. And the third and the last one I'll say it earlier is when you're not pouring love into yourself, eventually your 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 tank's gonna run dry, right? It's like filling up your car. If you're not filling up your car, it eventually can't run anymore. You can't drive it anywhere. You can't travel anywhere. You can't go on those road trips, go to the store, go get to work, go to school. You can't, you got to make sure that you're filling yourself up with fuel, good fuel. Now we'll talk about that in the future, right? And how to really put that into practice. But I think that's something that we should all really do. However, there is a couple tools that I will, I'm going to give you right now that I think are a good way to end this podcast. You know, the tools I use to pour love into myself are essentially consistent of things that I've learned through meditation. Like, I learned through meditation that yoga is something I enjoy doing. I learned through meditation that chanting is something I enjoy doing. I learned that through meditation that reading and drinking tea is my fucking shit with a little bit of grapes. But that's my shit, you know? That's, but that's me, right? That's, that's what I know fills me up, right? But to, to break those down for you, because those things may not work for you, right? Reading may not be your thing. But here's what I will say. The reason why I said reading is a good way to pour love into yourself when you're feeling empty is because reading, you have no capacity to be mean to yourself. You're consuming yourself in a storyline, you know? You're consuming yourself in knowledge that's good for you. And, and it's in a healthy manner. It's in a, and it's not too much, you know? There's not too much ever on a page or too much in a story or a book. Like there is constantly on the internet bombarding you, you know, with you know, people driving their fancy cars and, you know, flexing or uh, shaking their asses or, you know, trying to look really pretty and perfect in the world. There's none of that. There's just a story. And likely in that story, that person's really fucking up. <laughs> and that's why I really like reading, you know? I can see myself in the characters. And I think 
reading is something we should all pick up, regardless if you think you're good at reading or not. Because you walk away from it feeling better, trust me. And if you put some tea, ooh, or if you want to put whatever drink you have together, yes. That's a good way to pour some love into yourself. Another is food. I never really realized this was a big one until recently. When you're eating, and this is not to say meat's bad or anything, but I'm just going to give perspective on something. When you're eating meat, meat is not really good for you. I mean, there's, there's no life in it, you know? You're not eating life, you're eating a dead carcass, you know? So you're, you're putting a dead carcass into your life, your living body, and that's not always gonna be good. It, your body never reacts to meat well. From through science research, you can look that up. But what I'm saying, and what we should put into our bodies are things that are full of life, right? Like, like I, I put tea, I, I drink tea. Tea isn't full of life, but the tea, the, bat, the teas are like the little tea leaves, they are. And what I do is I brew it in the sun, so the sun is giving it life. You, maybe you can't do that. Start vegetables. Eat some more vegetables, right? Maybe eat some fruits that you really enjoy. Make a smoothie. You know, these things are full of life. They're from the ground. They're plants, right? And I notice that actually I feel I have more energy. I feel happier, and I feel like I have more to give when I do eat those foods rather than I'm not eating them. It's okay to eat sweets every now and then, but sweets aren't necessarily helping your body get more energy, not for a long term, right? But that's a good way also to pour some love into yourself. It's taking care of yourself, right? It's like, I had a really rough week. I'm going to eat ice cream, you know? I'm going to eat some ice cream. Why not? Going for a walk in the sun. This is something I didn't really think was really, really helpful until very recently. I went on a walk with one of my friends, and we just, actually, we just sunbathed in the sun. And I woke up from a nap, from a meditation, feeling really, really powerful, a lot of energy. And I'm realizing that the sun doesn't drain you. I think that's a misconception, you know? The heat drains you, drains you of your energy. But the sun itself is actually full of life, and it's, and it's actually recharging your cells. You know, it's giving you energy. It's giving you love. You know, I think love is just energy to me. So I think about it all as the same. And, and, you know, just the other thing that I do for myself is yoga, chanting, and meditation. Breathwork is great. I'm going to start doing some guided breathworks that are for energy in the future. But right now, that's, that's kind of what I got for you, you know. Now, what I'd say you shouldn't do, right, is scroll through social media. What you shouldn't do is sit in your bed and overthink. What you shouldn't do is procrastinate. What you shouldn't do is allow yourself to get away with saying bad things about yourself. You know, these, the, all of these things are draining, you know. I don't think a lot of us even realize that what we do in our lives is draining us. And that if we can start to be aware, just even to the smallest degree of what we're doing every day that's not making us feel how we want to feel, that's preventing us from getting over this person or preventing us from, you know, feeling happy today, you know, and enjoying my enjoying your job or enjoying hanging out with your friends or going to college, you know. It has to do with just the little things, you guys. That's all I really wanted to say for today's podcast. I know I have a calm voice. I did a deep, deep breath work before I did this podcast because I wanted to make sure that it was as giving as possible to you guys. But I just want to say thank you for sitting here with me. Thank you for allowing me to have this conversation with you. I hope that you took away something from this conversation that will make tomorrow a better day for you. Enjoy your time at work, school, or wherever else in your life that you're feeling great. Because I love you just as you are. 
and this is the Lifesaver Podcast. I'm exploring with Micah, your host. Take care. Bye.